For those who may be listening to this for the first time, if you don't know who I am, I am Mrs. Atondra Jones. I am an operations and business process advisor for company owners who are dads, husbands, wives, moms, um, people who want to spend more time with the people they love doing the things that they love and not as much time managing all of those manual tasks in their business. So that is who I am. That is what I do. Um, hold on. It's not doing the thing. Can you hear me? Am I being heard? Okay. I think I'm being heard. I'm just going to go ahead and keep going. This is so, this looks a little bit different to me. So it's, it's, it's a little weird. So, okay. Anyway, that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, I help with your operations. I help you streamline your business processes. Um, and I make your company operations super, 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 super simple. And so one of the tools that makes operations really simple um, is your CRM, your customer relationship manager. Now, I'm not here to talk about specific tools, but there are a lot of them. So there is Zoho CRM, there is Dubsado, um, some people use ClickUp or Asana as a client relationship management tool. Um, you've got Active Campaign, there's Keep, there's 17 Hats. So there's a whole list of different CRMs that are available. And sometimes it can be overwhelming to decide which one is going to work best for you. A lot of times when you go to the websites or when you see videos online, they talk a lot about the different features and you know this one has this feature and this one has that feature. And so you spend a lot of time managing or trying to compare your CRMs based on your features. Um, and I'm actually a firm believer that when you are choosing tools for your company, that it works out a lot better for you if you choose those tools based on the values that you have, the values of your company, and how those tools actually support the values that you have instead of only looking at the features. And so today I want to break down for you exactly how to choose your CRM. These are the things that you want to do when you are in this, in that process. Now, I will say that, yes, there is work that you need to do even before you begin researching your tools, which is a lot different from what you currently hear um, from people who give this type of counsel or who give this type of advice. Normally what people do is they will look up a bunch of CRMs, choose the one that they think has the best features, and then just go straight into it. And it's not until later, months later, sometimes even years later, that they realize that that CRM is maybe for your team, it's making things more difficult. Maybe for your company, it's creating a lot more manual tasks. Maybe for your company, it's not creating the kind of experience that you want to have um, or that you want your clients to have. And so sometimes you don't find that out into the back end. So this is the work that needs to be done before you even start researching CRM tools. 
So the first thing you want to do is you want to define the experience that you want to have and the experience that you want to deliver. So what does that mean? First question is, what is the experience that you want to have with the tool? This is going to depend on the type of service that you provide. This is going to depend upon how you provide that service. So for me, specifically, if, if I'm asking myself that question, well, the experience that I have, I want to have with the CRM is I don't want to have to come in until it's actually time for me to deliver. Right. So there's a couple of things that I that I do. I want to um, qualify the lead. So I actually read the inquiry forms. I read the applications, um, send out the approvals. But then once I qualify and send out the approval um, or click approve or click not approve, the only thing that I want to do after that is to show up and actually deliver that service, right? So you have to determine where in the process do you actually want to come in and what do you want that experience to be like for you. Um, if you are the one who is managing the back end of the CRM, um, if you're the one who's managing the numbers in, in the CRM, well, what kind of experience do you want to have with that? Do you want to be able to manage those numbers and to get a snapshot of what's going on in your company via an app on your phone? Well, if that's the case, then you don't want to choose a CRM that doesn't have, um, that doesn't have a, an app available on your phone. Right. So it, again, it's going to depend on what it is that you do and where you want to come in um, in this service delivery process. The next part of that question is what experience do you want your team to have with the tool? So if you have a team and your team, you've got someone on your team who is responsible for maintaining the tool. They are responsible for entering the emails or making sure that the canned emails are um using the language that you use in your branding. Um, if you decide to change a service, this is the person that goes in and changes that service, changes that pricing. If you send out proposals and contracts, this may be the person who oversees um, the sending out of the contracts or the creation of the contracts and all of those different kinds of things. This is the, so, so if you're not working your back end, you have someone else um, on your team who's working your back end. This is, this is that person or those people who I'm talking about. What kind of experience do you want them to have? Do you want them to be able to manage their responsibilities from an app? Do you want them to be able to manage their responsibilities very quickly? Um, are you okay with maybe having to train them on this particular tool? Um, do you need do you need the learning curve to be sharp? Um, do you need there to be a short learning curve? Are you okay with 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 it taking a little bit more time for your team to learn how to use this tool um, simply because the tool is so dynamic. So you've got to decide how you want your team to engage with that CRM. And then the last part of the question is, what kind of experience do you want your clients to have with the tool? This is also really important because you've got to decide, do I want my clients to only experience this tool when it's time for them to fill out their forms, to get their, um, to get their contracts, to make their payments, to get their proposals, or do I want that plus 
I also want them to have a client portal because in that portal, they're going to be able to see their documents. They're going to upload their documents for me. Um, maybe I do videos and, and I upload the videos for them or I create worksheets or handouts and, and, and different things and I upload those. And um, instead of me having to email that information to them, email those resources to them, maybe I want to... Um, I just want them to be able to log into the app and be able to see what's in their portal. So you've got to decide the kind of experience that you want to have with the tool, the kind of experience that you want your team to have with the tool, and the, type, the kind of experience that you want your clients to have with the tool, okay? So that's the first part. The next thing you need to do is you need to define exactly what you want this tool to be able to do. This is really, really important because if you are signing up for a CRM and you're migrating everything into the CRM and you get in and you realize, oh, wait, there are some major components of our process, some major components of the system, the client onboarding system or the offboarding system or the lead qualification system, whatever it is, there are some major parts of this process that this tool does not um, does does not support. Well, you've already migrated your entire process into that tool. So now you have to decide, do I want to do another migration from this tool to another tool? Do I want to create some workarounds? Are those workarounds going to require me to have additional tools? What does that look like? Who's going to have to put it together? So you want to be very clear about exactly what you want the tool to be able to do. So do you want it to be able to manage your leads or do you want a tool that is only for managing people who have actually paid you and are actually your clients? Do you want it to manage your uh, your sales pipeline? Do you need to be able to do email marketing through the tool? Do you wanna take payments through the tool or do you have another process by which you take those payments? Does the tool need to be able to send invoices? Um, are you maintaining documents documents and, and handouts and resources for your client that you want to be able to do in that tool. Do you need to create, collect signatures? If you need to collect signatures and you want the CRM to have that feature, then you want to make sure that it's compliant so that you are confident that when they sign something in that CRM or something that came from that CRM, um, that it's it actually counts as a legal signature. Does the CRM need to be able to, to send forms? Do you need to be able to create forms? Or do you have another form creator that you prefer to use that you just want to integrate with the CRM. Um, do you need your CRM to also manage projects? Um, I actually advise against that for most of the CRMs that are available, but that's a completely different conversation, right? But you want to ask yourself, what specifically do I need this CRM to do? Okay. Now I have an entire list of different questions that you can ask underneath this particular section. Um, if you want access to that, you can shoot uh, shoot me a text message to 210-942-0548 and just text blog. I'm going to take um, all of these notes and actually um, add them to our members-only blog. I'll be doing that this week. So if you want access to that, just shoot me a text message, text blog to 210-942-0548, um, and you can get an even uh, uh, more detailed breakdown of what I'm talking about today. 
Okay. So once you've decided exactly what you want the tool to do or what you need the tool to do, then the next question is who is going to be maintaining the tool? This is a really important question because if you are the one who is maintaining the tool, let's say you don't have a team yet. So you don't have a VA, you don't have um, a customer relations manager, you don't have anybody on your team. It's just you, or it's just you and your wife, or it's just you and your husband. Then you've got to decide how much time do I actually want to invest to manage this tool, right? And so you got to ask yourself that. You got to ask yourself, what about the learning curve? If I'm the one who's managing the tool, I know for me personally, if I'm going to be the one who's managing the tool, then I'm going to need to have a tool that does not have that big of a learning curve. Because if it's going to take me weeks or months to really be able to get in and figure out what it does and to really be able to work with it, um, that's not going to work with. That's not going to work for me because I don't want to have that much of my time tied up in learning a CRM. So you got to, you got to ask yourself, are you the one who's going to be maintaining the tool? Do you have a programmer on your team? That's going to help you determine how sophisticated the tool needs to be, right? Because the other part of that is, you know, you can maintain the tool by creating the contracts and creating the forms and entering your clients and creating the workflows. But what happens if something goes wrong with the tool? What happens if there's a change in the code and some of your integrations no longer work? What happens um, if there's a change in the code and some of your forms don't look the way that they used to look, right? So if you don't have a programmer on your team, then you're going to have to reach out to whatever their um, tech support is or whatever their customer service is. And if you are not on the plan that has the one-to-one -one tech service, you're going to be in a situation where you type in a question, um, you'll wait for somebody to get back to you. Sometimes it'll be 30 minutes. Sometimes it'll be in an hour. Sometimes they won't get back to you until the next day. So you want to determine, you know, are you going to be managing the tool? If not, do you have a programmer? That's going to help you determine which tool to get. Um, do you have an IT professional on your team? Okay. Are you willing to pay someone to get formally trained and certified in that tool so that they can manage that tool? Or do you want to bring someone on who's already certified in that tool so that you don't have to provide the training on how to use and how to implement the tool? Okay. Um, when it comes to support, are you going to lean in on the support that um, that the tool company offers or, or do you want to contract somebody monthly to help you support that tool? Okay. Who's going to be responsible for the monthly backups, right? Because you got to understand these are CRMs. Th this is awesome, right? It's, it's super, super awesome that you get access to this tool, but you have to understand that unless you are building out an internal CRM, um, in your company, then what happens is you got to realize this is not your tool. It's not your tool. So at any point, this company could go out of business or they could change or they could decide um, to change their pricing and maybe you no longer agree with that or they something could happen to their infrastructure and you don't have access to your things. So you want to determine who's going to be responsible for backing up the information from that tool, okay? So this is all a part of figuring out who's going to be maintaining the tool, okay? The next question is, 
does the tool need to have a mobile app? And so we talked a little bit about that when we were talking about the experience that you want to deliver, right? Does, does the tool need to have an app? Because you need that ease of use. The next question is um, about security. What kind of client data are you going to be storing in this CRM? Does the CRM need to be HIPAA compliant? Do you need a certain level of encryption on the documents and the resources and the communication that takes place in that CRM because of the sensitivity of the work that you do with your clients. So you want to figure out what kind of security you need so that when you start researching tools, you're only going to be researching tools that have the level of security that you need to have access to. Okay. Now, the biggest thing that you need to look in after security is what kind of support does this tool offer? Does the company who owns this tool offer. And this is extremely important if you do not have an IT department or if you do not have an IT professional on your team. Okay. Do they have phone support? Do they have email support? Do they have chat support? If they, if they only have email support, how quickly can you expect an answer to your support requests? Um, how quickly can you expect an answer to your chat support requests if they have chat? Um, what are their support hours? This is going to be important if you're using a CRM whose company operations are not in your country or are not in your time zone, right? The other reason why you may want to consider this is because um, different companies have different levels of buy-in and those different levels of buy-in come with different levels of support. So if you are, if you are saying, listen, I need to be able to call someone on the phone when I have a problem and I need to, to make sure that my question is going to be answered immediately, then that's going to change the budget that you're going to be using to get the CRM. It's going to change the dynamicism of the tool that you use because typically the CRMs that cost more um, also are, are tend to be more dynamic. So that's going to change a lot of the other answers to the questions that you had prior to this one, okay? And then the last item that you want to consider that you should consider is how much you are willing to invest in the purchase and the maintenance of this tool. Now, I have this question as the last question. And the reason why I have it as the last question is because if this is the first question that you answer, if the first question you answer about your CRM is, is about your budget, that is actually going to color, it's going to taint the rest of the answers to your answers to the rest of the question, because what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up looking at the rest of the questions through the lens of a budget that you have created that you really haven't tested, right? You really don't know. So you may say, you know, if I make that the first question, you may say, oh, I only want to spend $200 a month on a CRM. 
right? So that means the rest of the answers to your questions are going to be are going to be tainted and you're going to be looking at it through the lens of that $200 a month budget, which means that when you answer these questions, you may not fully answer the questions according to the experience that you need to deliver, the the security that you need to provide for yourself and for your clients, um and and for the ease and the simplicity of running this part of your operation. Okay? So you need to decide the answers to all of the questions first and then from there you can determine which tools give you most or all of the features that you're looking for based on the price that you're willing to pay okay now once you've done all of this pre-work then what you should do the best thing for you to do would be to delegate delegate the task of researching these CRMs to your operations manager or your project manager or your OBM or your VA or if you don't have a team maybe you can go to Upwork and just put up a, a job for research and find someone on 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 Upwork take the answers to all of these questions give them to that person and have them come back to you with a list of CRMs that actually fit the profile that you have created. So they'll be able to give you the information that you need and you won't have to take the time to do that, right? One of the other things that you can do is you can have your team member create like a chart or a graph or a recorded video presentation, something that gives you a visual to be able to compare those tools based on what you need so that it's easier for you to view and it makes it easier for you to make your decision, okay? Now, once you choose your tool, then from that point, it's time to immediately delegate the strategizing and the implementation um, and the deployment. All of those things need to be delegated to someone on your team, okay? Now, you could do it yourself um, if you have that kind of time um, but again, it, it, it puts you in the situation where you're kind of working on your business. Um, you're, you're working in your business instead of working on your business. And then it creates this situation where you actually become an employee of your own business. You become a manager of your business instead of being the leader of the vision that your company has. Right. So if you don't currently have a team, then what I would suggest is you get a team. And by team, your team could be one person. That could be a VA or an OBM, right? It could be one person that you hire. Um, you could contract a company to do that implementation for you. You could reach out to somebody on Upwork to do that implementation for you. So those are the options that you have, okay? Now, if you don't have anyone to delegate these tasks to, really consider that. Really think about that and really begin to ask yourself as the leader of your company, as the champion of your company, the number one champion of your company's vision, is this really the best use of your time? And if you ask yourself that question and the answer to that question is no, then what I want you to do is I want you to text me, 
942-0548. Just text call and I'll get you the information to schedule a call with me or you can go straight to my website at www.wgrnow and it's a Nancy O-W.com and book a clarity call. That's going to be the best next step for you. Okay. So again, these notes are going to be a part of my members only blog. If you want access to that text blog so that we can get you access to that um, and you'll be able to actually print it out so that you can complete um, those questions. So I hope that this was helpful and um, I will see you again tomorrow or talk to you again tomorrow because I can't see you here on Clubhouse, but I'll talk to you again tomorrow um, about another aspect of your operations. Thank you all so much.